Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Claude Code. I am your host, Claude Racine, and I am here to suffocate your bullshit so that you can actually win at life. <laughs> and today, I have my second guest ever on The Claude Code, and her name is Casey, and we're going to dive into her story um, in just a minute. Here we go. everybody. This is uh, Casey Frost. She is another glow getter. Yes. Um, and you joined me, what, March? February, February 22nd of 2023. Yes. Wow. So we've been together for a while and you, she started on my regular mm -hmm. group program. And then one day she was like, I need to learn how to do what you do. And so we got out some business coaching together. And now she is a coach herself. Yes, I am. Casey, welcome to the Claude Code. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And thank you for being here. And uh, this is the first day we've met in person. Yes. Which is so weird because online, like you, I see you almost all the time, every day yeah. online. And I'm like, have we really never squeezed each other in real life? Okay, well... That was nice. It was nice to squeeze you. Yeah. Um, where are you from? I'm from San Diego. San Diego. Mm -hmm. Originally, yeah. But I've been here since 89. So I'm a transplant. Well, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah. You know. <laughs> and can you please tell everybody how old you are? I am 53, a proud 53-year-old. Yes, I am. I will never believe it. I will never believe it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, you know, where I know you've gone through some things in your life. So let's start there. Let's start with, you know, what obstacles have you overcome? And what was like maybe your, that moment, just the deepest, darkest, lowest moment of life? Okay. So I, uh, I started using drugs at 13. Wow. Yes. 13 years old. Somebody said, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And I said, sure. And then next thing you know, I was off to the races. And that happened in San Diego. Yeah. And um, so it just got progressively worse. And so then we moved out here to Las Vegas in 89 and I was 19 years old and I tried to leave all that behind me, but it didn't happen. You it, moved here with your parents? Yes. Yeah. And I tried to leave it behind me. I didn't have any idea of how deep I was actually in and, um, it got worse and worse. And then I turned 21 and it was on the party was on. Cause now I'm legal to go wherever. Well, when you say <clears throat> worse and worse, like, do you mean, cause you're looking at someone who has done no drugs. Right. So, okay, I did ecstasy one and a half times. That's it. And I did smoke weed like 10 times my whole life. But when you say worse, is it like the frequency, the kind of drugs you did? All that. The okay. frequency went from once in a while to every day to multiple times a day to um not just smoking weed but smoking meth and doing meth and yeah i am a 20 year meth user you used meth for 20, 20 years years yeah 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 i didn't know that somebody could survive that yeah honestly i only lost a tooth <laughs> Are those your real teeth? Yes, they are. Those are your, they're such good teeth. They're like really white. Well, so, uh, he, <laughs> so then I had a child and well, it was about 10 years of solid use. And then I had. From like 19 to 29? From like 13 to, to 24. And then I had a child and then I thought that was going to save me. Right. Like I'm going to be able to love this little person more than I love myself because I didn't love myself, which is, you know, why I was where I was at. So um, that didn't help. I mean, it helped. She saved my life. My daughter absolutely saved my life. She gave me a reason and a purpose 
to get up and live every day. Yeah. And, um, but I couldn't continue doing what I was doing, toting this little kid around, you know, it wasn't fair to her. I knew God had other plans for me. I just didn't know. So my deepest, darkest moment was I was fetal position in my apartment. She was at her grandma's house and <clears throat> the Mormons came a knocking at my door and I had no idea. All I knew was if it's them damn Mormons, tell them to get the hell out of here. That's all I knew about the Mormons, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't raised in any kind of church with any kind of religion or God or anything like that. But when they came, I let them in and they prayed for me and what? Yeah. And they, they prayed for me. And I cried, and I don't know what happened that day, but a week later, I checked myself into treatment. Yeah. Wow, Casey. Yeah. yeah, I checked myself in, and I just let somebody else take care of all my stuff and put my daughter over here with her grandma. And yeah, well, her dad, you know, whatever, he, he never really was in the picture, figured it out. Like we were, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. I got sober and I met my new baby daddy, bless you. And thank you. He um he had it all, man. He had it all. He had a job. Oh, <laughs> a job. And a motorcycle. Dang. And he had some sobriety. And I thought that this is how it's supposed to go down, right? This is a great guy and he's got it all together. And so we proceeded to have a couple children, get married, do the thing. And um, he did not have it all together. And so anyways, I went back out to. Uh, so you had two more kids at the age of. 31. It, um, okay. I had Chrissy at 31. Okay. My youngest. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I decided to start drinking again for a little while. And um, yesterday, well, no, on the second, I, I finally celebrated 14 years of sobriety. Wow. Yeah. 14 years. 14 solid years of sobriety. Everything. Everything. Nothing, nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. And did what, what was the moment you were like, I have to stop? Or that, what was that? What was that like? It was terrifying. It was terrifying to think that this is going to be my life. That this is who I am. This is not who I am. This isn't what God wants for me in my life. He doesn't want this for these children, right? So, well, after I got sober with Kelsey and then I had these other kids, um, I had never really done pills up until that point. But my husband at the time started taking pills and stuff like that. So I just figured I'd give it a shot. And that's what ended up happening. I stumbled on that. And okay. the next thing I know, I was off to the races. It took me seven years to come back. But From being on pills? Yes. Okay. So once you had Kelsey, your first daughter, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you then went to rehab. Yes. And then came out, met your new husband. In the junkyard of broken dreams of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> not in the junkyard of don't broken do dreams. Don't, don't do it. I do not recommend it. Um, we don't want to meet our, well, you know, I always say like, you don't want to ever block anything cause your soulmate could be he anywhere. Could. He could, he could be at the grocery store. He could be in France for all I know. Yeah. And, and like, don't make a fucking list of like, no, he can't be this. I remember I met some chick. I don't know. This was years ago, but like, can't be a dancer. Can't be a, in a band. Can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. What, but what if your soulmate is right. like the best dancer in the world? Like, don't do that. You know, just make a list of what you do want. Anyway. Okay. I digress. Um, okay. So rehab, meet your new husband at AA. Mm -hmm. And then you have two more children with him. Mm -hmm. And I stayed sober through the pregnancies, right? Yeah. Okay. So you were sober For since three rehab, years. three years. Yes. And in that three years, I had two children <clears throat> and a husband. Okay. Moving fast. Moving fast. Yeah, we move fast. And then and then, then you got wrapped up into pills. You got yes. introduced to pills. And then you did that for seven years. Yes. 
which brings us to you being about what, like 30? I was almost 40. You were almost 40 by then. Yeah. So, and I, yeah. was there like a moment where you were like, was it gradual? Did you just one day decide I'm going to listen to the voices that are telling me to stop doing this shit? Well, I had, I had enough Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, I had enough 12 step program in me to know that uh, what I was actually doing was not right. I hadn't, I hadn't applied the principles that, that I do today. You know, yeah. I, I hadn't applied it. I heard it. It was in there, but when I got tripped up, I just threw all it all out the window and I didn't care. Uh, <clears throat> so got it. Well, I mean, it's hard, you know, raising a kid period is hard. <sighs> raising three kids is really hard. And my middle daughter and I, you know, we, we clash a lot. And so, and she had ADHD and it was just like, I, you know, I, I wanted to kill myself a lot. You know what I mean? I did yeah. not want to do and participate and be a mom. And now here I am single mom, no dad, no, you know, and I'm doing it all by myself. He, Even the, the dad of the two girls? Yes, he, he ended up going back to prison because that's where he liked to hang out. That's what you meet in Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> your prison, your prison mate. Okay, wait. So how old are your children when you are now left by yourself to raise them? They were young. They were four, three and four years old. Yeah. So, and then, my, like I said, my middle girl was just hard. She was hard. She was hard to handle. She was at times hard to love. I, and I, I love her because she's my child. But at the time, it was yeah. very hard. It was, it was hard. I, I mean, just being a parent, like you said, is mm -hmm. hard. And I don't believe that it, we're not supposed to do this alone. No. That is not how it is designed. No. So the fact that you had to, and are they all three girls? All girls. <sighs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Like even just this morning, you know, w when you have a, a, a kid and all I know is having a kid up to four years old. Okay. That's what I know right yeah. now, but <laughs> it's so like, <clears throat> there's no stability. There's no, you don't know, how's this morning going to be? How's the next minute going to be? Is he, and like this, yesterday, two, the last two mornings, beautiful mornings, he slept till 6.30. I had all the time in the world to take care of me. Mm -hmm. Then this morning, he's up at 5 a.m. screaming for Dada. Mm -hmm. Dada's not here. He's at the gym. And sometimes he'll come downstairs and let me read and do my things. This morning, this child was fucking pissed. On it. He was on one. And you know, you wake up, you're in a fucking bad mood, or he's mad that dad that wasn't there when he needed him. Like, you don't know. And it is just, a, and I can't imagine having three of that mm -hmm. and by yourself. And one that was wound up. She's a type A. She's a type A personality. And um, growing up with my kids, it's just what I did. I grew up with my children mm. and um, learning about them as I got older, figuring, you know, teenage years were, oh God, was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Still by yourself. You're yes. Yeah. How old are they now? Now they are 28, 22, and almost 21. Wow. We survived. We See? survived. <laughs> Listen, if you're going through it and you're like, this is so hard. I lit literally was suicidal when I first gave birth to my son for a year after that. It, we do survive it. And it is all for, I believe it was my biggest gift. Like, yes. you know, it just makes you into the person that God put you here to be. Yeah. Well, and he blesses the broken road. He absolutely blessed my broken road. As broken as it was for me to walk and carry my kids along the way, yeah, um, they are outstanding human beings. Wow, you know, yeah. Um, my oldest daughter married um, the only guy she's ever been with. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She didn't have to go floating around and you know find on this sorry one and you're cool and trying on that one and whatever. She didn't have to do all that, you know. And then they gave me a grandson. So Aww. I'm a grandma, 
which is the coolest thing ever. It's like a straight up promotion. You know, I got promoted. Wow. I love that. Being a grandma is promoted. It's super cool. It's so much fun. So by the time I'm your age, yes, my son will be 15. Okay. So, uh, I probably am not going to have a grandchild until I'm very old. Well, you never know what's in the cards. I'm just saying you never, ever know. Listen, as cute (laughs) and sweet as Nova is, I am scared. It's going to take a special, special woman to love on him too, huh? I I just feel like it's not. It's not going to be so hard for him to find some some ladies. Okay, oh, yeah, so. he is adorable. Yes, he is. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Let- and Kayla, Kayla. Your youngest. No, my middle girl. Oh, your the middle. The hard one. Oh, yeah. She just got married. Oh, my God. To the only guy she's ever been with. At 22? At 22. Get yes, it, girl. they did. They got married. It was a beautiful wedding in December, just December. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. And they're moving. I'm moving her next weekend. To? San Diego. From here? Yeah. We're in Vegas, by the way, guys. Yeah. I love it here. I love it here so much. I see this trip and I'm like, oh, God, I just love, I don't know what it is. It's excitement. It's always. It's life. There's so, there's so much life here and people come here and they're happy and they're, they're coming here to have a good time and enjoy themselves. It's like, you know, there, people do get nuts, but if you just go home before 9 p.m., don't go back out to the strip before like 10 a.m., you're good. Yeah. Those hours in between, though, stay away. Stay. Away. Yeah. <laughs> let them have it. Let the let the, the young, visitors have it. Yeah. Let the visitors, <laughs> the young ones, let them have that time for yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So let's let's talk a little bit about now that we know a you know a little more about you and what you've overcome in life, which is fucking awesome. By the way, I'm Thank so you. proud of you. Yeah. Um. How. Tell me what happened with your health, your weight, and what made you okay. come here. So, um, being a crackhead for many years, right? Is that, <laughs> now, is meth the same thing as crack? No, they're not the same thing, but I can tell you this, that there towards the very end, when I would start to eat and want to get healthy and eat food, I would see weight coming on me, and I would start to panic. And think that, oh, I'm never going to find anybody. Nobody's going to love a fat, you know, nobody's going to love a fat girl. Wow. It was body dysmorphia. All, I didn't know. You know what I mean? And so I would go back and get loaded again just to lose the weight. And that happened for a long time, for a few years until I, you know, just couldn't take it anymore. So it was almost like like a weight loss situation for you. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see myself getting fat, right? It's it didn't, like it didn't start there, though, right? Like, it didn't start, you didn't start drugs because you felt like... I didn't start there, no, but it in ended the up, end, that's kind of where it landed, right? Like, where where it was taking me. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, get sober and have a couple kids. Your body changes. Turn 40, your body changes. So Big time. Yeah, so I turned 40, and... <clears throat> My hormones started changing and I'm putting on weight and, you know, being told, you're beautiful, you you could put on 300 pounds and I'd still love you. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't love me anymore if I put on 300 pounds. So I hovered around, I stayed at like, uh, the heaviest I got was 191. And I was like, if I hit 200, I'm going to freaking want to blow my head off. Like, But you're tall. I am 5'9". Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, legs. Yes, all the way up to here. Woo! Yeah. So when I hit that, something clicked, man. I was like, okay, now it's it's time to get serious about my health. And it wasn't even about really my health, like not getting diabetes. I didn't give a rip about that. <laughs> You're like, I just don't want to be big. I feel like a sausage. I was like an encased sausage. And I saw a picture of me four, just four years ago. And I had my whole face, now that I know, 
was inflamed. Everything was just inflamed. And I didn't know. I just thought I was just put on a little bit. Did you feel fine? Like you slept fine. You didn't have like brain fog migraines. Like you didn't. As far as I know. Yeah. You felt fine. Yeah. Everything was operating as usual. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So then I joined kickboxing and I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do something. And I paid a lot of freaking money for it. Right. I paid a lot of money for this, this kickboxing. And I decided that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, so I started the gym and I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it. And then COVID hit. Oh my God. And I was like, not 2020. Oh, 2020. So I did beach body at home and I did 80 day obsession and I was, you know, doing the little froggy hops and loving everything that autumn had for me. And I loved it and it was great, but I couldn't get past the plateau of 173. I was 173 solid and then i kept and then i started seeing you around and i seen this chick in my face talking about do you want to be this way forever what do you want to do you're fat (laughs) (laughs) you're freaking fat (laughs) and i was and i what i love the most about you is that you are not afraid to say the truth the truth is i have solutions for you. Mm-hmm. The truth is you don't have to stay where you're at. Right. The truth is if you get a little discipline, a little freaking backbone and some good tools that, that, that I have for you, then you don't have to stay there. And I'm like, well, okay. So let me, let me see. Let me just, let me see how much it's going to cost. Cost. And I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I and was how like, affordable it was? Uh, no, I was oh. like, this shit's expensive. <laughs> but like, what else would you spend that? What what would you willingly spend that money on? Girl, I was spending that money on Starbucks and stupid shit all over the place. And it didn't even matter, right? So when I started breaking it down and doing the real math inside, like up here, I put all that on a credit card and I did not care. And I threw both feet into the water and I said, I'm going to do this. And then I could just kept hearing you more and more and more and more and more. And, and I, you know, and I lost, it took me two years to lose 20 pounds, right? And three months to lose 30 with you. Wow. So collectively I've lost 50 pounds. Wow. Yeah. At the age of 53, no less. Yeah. Age really. Doesn't matter. Like, ladies, honestly, if you're out there and you're like 48 plus in your 50s, I have clients in their 60s, like absolutely crushing it. It is a very simple formula. It really is not that hard. It really is not. No. You just have to be. Diligent. Diligent. Dedicated. Committed to your health. Yeah, that's it. That, and that I love you said something earlier. You said um, you don't have to be that way. Like nobody on this planet Earth, nobody in this country has to be overweight. Right. Now we've come up with many, many justifications mm. and many, many reasons why people are overweight. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, I have depression. I have anxiety. Oh, I'm menopausal. I'm in my 50s. You know, whatever the reasons are. And you guys, those are absolute bullshit. Every last one of them. You don't have to be fat. You don't have to be overweight. And you just have to be willing to change your habits and change your lifestyle and commit to your health like Casey has done. And you haven't just done it this time. You've done it multiple times as an addict, going to rehab, choosing your health. And I'm I'm just sitting here going, you guys, the stress that you have put on your body. I can't even believe I'm, first of all, alive. And second of all, um, still have my hair (laughs) and my teeth. And your teeth, save for, save for one. Except for one. Yeah. <laughs> and you look Thank so you. young and healthy and strong. 
the point is healthy and strong. And also it's like, despite having three children, putting your body through the ringer for, I don't remember how many years collectively. 25 years. 25 years. 25 of, years collectively. Of drug abuse. Of drug abuse. You are still able to put in the right ethics, the right habits, the right, the proper nutrition exercise mm -hmm. to lose 50 pounds despite all of that. All of that. There are literally no excuses. I'm sure you heard Casey. She was on her floor in fetal position yeah. wanting to end her life. I think a lot of women that come to me have hit a similar rock bottom as me, which is that. Yeah. And a lot of people come to me and say, you don't know what people have been through. And it's true. I don't. And to a certain extent, I don't give a fuck at all what you have been through. And you know why? It doesn't define who you are today. Because if it did, Casey wouldn't be here. No. If Casey was like, oh, but I'm an addict and, you know, I suffer from this and from that and I blah, 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 blah. And my husband's left me and I was a single mother. Like, that's why I'm obese. No. 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 Actually, quite the opposite. Yeah. It's time to put your big girl panties on. And what I did was I got my CDL. What's that? Oh, you my, drive big trucks. My commercial driver's license because <laughs> I got all these dang kids I got to take care of. How am I going to support them? So I got my CDL when I saw that my marriage was crumbling. And, um, and I started driving truck. And I joined the union. And I'm five years away from retiring from that job, which wow. is very cool. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Because I'm one of the only women here in Las Vegas that actually drive. That is so badass. Wait, are you ever over there on Dean Martin where all the trucks are? All the time. No, you're not. Yes, oh, my God. I probably <laughs> drive by you more times than I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So how long have you been doing that? 20. Oh, let's see. I started in. Yeah, 20 years. Wow. This, yeah, in May, it'll be 20 years. So what I'm hearing is, instead of letting life drive you, you took control of your life, literally yes. and figuratively, yes. started driving your life forward. Yes. yes. Like, you guys, you have to hear this loud and clear, because I know it gets annoying hearing it from me, and that's why this year I want to bring people, A, it's so cool learning about your story and and hearing other people's experiences but what you'll see is that everybody suffers everybody struggles everybody has a sad story because yeah. it is part of the human existence to to go through shit and there's the people who use that as an excuse for why they aren't where they want to be or why they are fat, or why they're this, depressed, blah, blah, blah. And then there are the people like my glow-getters and Casey and myself who use it as a reason to become fucking epic human beings and not be victims to things that life has dealt us. Right. 100%. I heard, you, I heard one of your reels one time, and you said, everybody's got a story or something like that. Everybody's got a sad, sad story, and I'm like... My story's very sad right now. And I have gone through a lot this last year, bruh, a lot. But I didn't let it stop me. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop me. It might cause me a little hiccup, but it's not going to stop me because I have been through. Do your worst. Do your worst. What you got? What you, yeah. <laughs> what, what, get, bring it on. Yeah. Like, what you got. And when you, when you survive something like that, I think you do gain a lot more gratitude mm. for life. Yes. And I think a lot of people get stuck in a wheel of poor me. How could this happen to me? Why is this happening to me? As opposed to. Why not me? Why not you? That's beautiful. Why not? And in, mm. in the adversity, what happens? We become stronger. Yeah. In the adversity, we become stronger because what are you going to do, sink or swim? 100%. Yeah. And for anybody out there, too, who, like, believes in God, you know, yes, pray, pray. Prayer is powerful. Mm -hmm. But prayer without action, 
And I always say this, it's like, if you are drowning in the ocean and you pray for God to get you to shore, he's, he's gonna hear you, but you better fucking swim and do your part. Yes. And that's the same thing in life is like, nobody, you're not a puppet to anybody. You are, you are your own puppet master. Ooh, that's a good reel, by the way. You, I don't have a puppet master coming along going here, Claude, get up now. Like you have to be your own master and make your own decisions and go, okay, I've had enough of my bullshit. And that's why I say suffocate your bullshit because anything that is stopping you from driving forward, from playing offense, from getting it's results BS. is absolute bullshit. And you'll, you guys, Casey's not the first, she's not the last person that you'll hear from on the Claude Code about like going through major adversity and coming out on the other end and making shit go right for herself. Mm -hmm. And how hard was that truly to like make things go right? It was a decision. It really wasn't that hard. Okay. I mean, if, if you think about it, it was a decision that I had to make. Yeah. Am I going to continue to do what I'm doing or not? Am I going to continue to eat food that's not good for my body or not? Am I going to continue to sit here and just watch Netflix and chill or am I going to get up and go? Right? So it was just it's a decision. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Actually, it's not always easy, but it is pretty simple. And and I feel though nothing is easy. It's also very hard to sit there and hate yourself. It's yeah. also very hard to be controlled by a substance, by food, by Netflix, by Instagram, by porn, and just like everything's controlling you and you're just, uh, that's also hard. It is, yeah. But the difference in the two hards of like choosing mm. the healthy route is that's going to bring a lot of good and a lot of happiness that no, you don't know right now. Because when you're in it, you're like, I'm doing all this hard work. What for? What yeah. for? And then if you can fucking stick to it longer than three weeks or even three months, yeah, you'll start to see the rewards. Yeah. So this year, you know, I lost my mom. That's right. Yeah. I lost my mom in May. And um, when you talk about choosing your heart, like, what did I choose? Uh, and being in your program being a freaking badass glow getter right <laughs> what did i tell i don't know if it was you or cara but i said i'm relapsing on the cheeseburger for <laughs> a week <laughs> and i gave myself a week and i ate whatever i wanted i felt like crap the whole entire time but i was feeling other crap so it didn't matter and what i learned is that this journey is my journey and so mm. what, ha what happened after that? I decided to become an elite client, a business client. Yes, Cause that's I, right. Because I want, I feel it's my obligation at this point to share this with other people. And I've seen another one of your reels, ethics, people, ethics. Like, don't go giving this stuff away. Like, this is a business. So uh, that's when I came to you and was like, I don't care what it looks like and I'm sure it's going to cost me a lot of money <laughs> but it didn't matter but the bigger the investment the bigger the reward for real and honestly like that's something I've been doing for two years now and yeah. the investment every time gets a little bigger a little yeah. larger and larger because yeah. my goals and my dreams get larger mm. and larger yes and if you don't invest, there's no skin in the game. And I had this win this morning, actually, Casey, that like, if you want to expand, you have to stretch yourself. Yes. And what does that mean? It means getting uncomfortable. It means spending this money that you're scared to spend and then you expand with it. But if you're constantly sitting here going, well, I don't have the money, I don't have the money, mm -mm. or I'm just going to spend 50 bucks, you're just staying the same. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So I threw down the money. She sure did. I threw down the money and it was scary and I didn't care because then you sent, because then I watched another reel or something and you talked about the flow, about the flow of money. And one thing that I, that I did a few years back ago was I bought this beautiful painting, right? 
beautiful painting. Oh, yeah. And it was just so that I could release myself from the the fear of not of lack, the fear of lack. Yeah. And 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 in that moment, then things started to open up. It was like there was a gate. And I just said, open it up wide open and it doesn't matter but what am I going to take it with me when I go no no but while I am here I'm going to learn a few things I'm going to gain some more mm, some more relationships and women and people and 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 starting now I have eight clients you know what I mean I have I have eight women eight eight whose lives you are changing whose whose their life is changing and their people's lives, it's not just them specifically, it's their whole families are changing and it's the trickling that's going on all over. It's so beautiful. It's the ripple beautiful. effect. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch. It's really beautiful. And that's, you know, a lot of, I, I get a lot of people who are like, why do you care so much about what other people look like? And I just wanna really reiterate that it's not that we care what you look like, it's that we know that being overweight is unhealthy. And how dare I be so selfish as to keep what I know to get people healthy to myself and not care about you. Right. And the people who say that to me, you know, there's a thing that happens where you transcend self. When you start your healing journey, when I started mine, it was very much about me. Mm -hmm. I got to get healthy. I got to lose the weight. And as you transform and you get results, it stops being about you right. and it starts being about, wow, look at all these people I am impacting through my journey. Yes. It's not about me. I care because I don't want you guys to suffer. I don't, you, I, you don't have to struggle. And I have the answer. So fuck the people that are out there judging you, talking right. shit, who don't have a plan to help you. I have a solution. So I am going to talk shit and I am going to be in your face because everyone is so stuck on the same kind of content, you know, mm -hmm. Bonnie positivity. And, no. you know, it's okay. Live your life, love yourself. And then I'm going to come in with some content that's going to slap you a little bit across the face and bring you to present time yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh shit, did this bitch really say that? No, she did. And you should hear her. Because I'll tell you one thing that I love the most about this journey is that I was a sausage. <laughs> a sausage. I was a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I did not feel good in a bikini. I did not feel good in my clothes. I wore big old baggy clothes. I didn't feel like I was ever going to be sexy again. Ever. Ever. My ass was hanging down and I had a nice shelf going on and I see... And, and I don't mean to be like this, but I see women and I just want to, I just want to help them all, you know, like it's your choices that you're making that it's really not that hard. And it's, it doesn't take that long either. Like it, it really doesn't three months, 30 pounds gone. Like what? <laughs> like that's worth all the heartache of not being able to eat the food you want to eat and watching everybody around you eat it. That's worth like. It's worth everything to me. I would do it all over again and spend 10 times what yep. I paid my nutri functional nutritionist. Yep. And also something that you said sparked this in my head. It's like, I don't care what anybody says. Every woman wants to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. And yes, that does mean lean and fit. And I just had my client, Diane, um, Deanna here, who is about... I think she said she's at 245 pounds and she's like, listen, I can speak like any woman out there who is overweight like me mm -hmm. does not want to be that way at all. And if you go look at women's profile pictures, go look at them. A lot of them, they look mad skinny in the profile pic with all these filters. And then you go to their actual page and they're not th thin. They're not fit. They're not looking like that. Huh? Catfish. Catfish. <laughs> but my point is you obviously want to look like that. Yes. Every woman wants to be beautiful, have a body that they're proud of. Mm -hmm. And that comes with habits that you're proud of. Yes. And so when people come to us and they're like, it's not all about the body, you know? And it's like, 
but your body is your temple. It's the one machine God gave you. Mm-hmm. So, and it's the only one you have, the only one you have. And it is not for me being skinny because there are skinny people who are unhealthy, skinny fat. Yeah. yeah. I'm not in the business of that though. I am in no. the business of helping Help. overweight women. Get, and I know for a fact that if you have excess fat, you are unhealthy. Yes. So for me, it's like, if being fat was healthy, then I'd be like, I wouldn't care. I would not care. I'd be like, okay, but it is a sure sign that your habits are bad, that you have been eating foods that your body does not like. Right. Something ain't going right if you're overweight. And that's all I know. And so I'm saying all that because we find so many justifications and reasons and, and body positivity and fat is beautiful. And maybe, maybe some people love the way that looks. Don't mean it's healthy. It's not. Some people may love the way, uh, you know, somebody who, who has massive implants and big butt this and da, da, da. That's not healthy. So the point is, are you truly, and I'm looking at you like this, because come on now, making healthy choices. And what I've learned recently is that a lot of people just maybe don't really know what that is. That was me. Like we know not to eat fast food. That's like level zero of being healthy at, at all. But I didn't know that either. Like I had fast food Fridays. I did for years and I thought it was okay. I thought fast food, if I only do it once a week, it's all good. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would have Mexican food and love it. I love, love my Mexican food. Love it too. But, you know, and I just, I used to think that like fast food or unhealthy food just made me gain weight does that make sense like or or sometimes it didn't but I knew it was bad in the sense of like okay this isn't the food that's gonna keep me like fit or feeling good and what I've learned now is that when I put that stuff in my body now my stomach starts tripping and everything (laughs) I get lethargic and I don't want to run and I don't want to do anything or you know I just and then it starts cycling into one day turns into the next day turns into and if I do that then you know I'm just gonna defeat myself all over again yeah and so I used to eat McDonald's and my heart rate would increase like because there's so much crap in there (laughs) and I'd be like well I know I'm not gonna have it all the time but I never knew the actual like internal damage that it was doing and I think a lot of people still don't know um about seed oils and they think they're doing good by eating, you know, drinking this milk and doing that. And it's like, that's why I'm, I'm never going to shut up because it's, it's. And don't, don't ever shut up. Don't (laughs) ever stop. You know what I mean? Cause I know just for me, my life has been impacted. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you're crushing it. You're crushing it. So you lost a total of 30 pounds. Or with you. With yes. me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And now you're helping other women do the same. Yes, I am. Was there anything particularly hard about doing the program? Anything you found more difficult to overcome? Um, for me, was the consistency of getting up early in the morning to work out. Mm. That's hard. Yeah. Because it's a toss-up between I sleep, I need sleep, and... I need to get up and do my workout because after work, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So that's where the real struggle was. And then eating the same exact food every single day, switching it up teeny tiny bit, maybe throw some onions in there or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) But eating the same food every day was a little bit challenging, but now I I love it. And you don't have to eat the same food every day though. Well, it, you did you do that for yourself to keep it simple yes okay love that yes and I still a year later I'm eating the same food every single day yeah because I love it yeah you know I mean I'll have fish or you know swap out my steak for whatever but yeah I eat the same food every day yeah and I tell my clients the same thing it's whatever it's just at this point food. fuel yeah and it's to heal like we're a society that is like so ingrained and like food has to taste amazing and be a party in your mouth. Like, 
completely forgotten the nutritional aspect. Oh, yeah. That, well, the Food and Drug Administration, mm. how they are coupled together. Oh, my God. Isn't that interesting how the Food and Drug is one administration? What the actual fuck? I have never even thought about that until you said it. Something else. FDA. Yeah, the Food and Drug Administration, they are together. Because it's, it all, it, you know, I don't want to get into all that, but it's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. Yeah. They do not want us to be healthy because then, then we won't be on drugs. And then they won't be making money. Money. Yeah. So guys, please listen loud and clear to what Casey just said. Like you can continue to go to your doctor. Mm. They can continue to treat your symptoms with medicine medication yeah or you can get out of that system and learn how to truly heal your body forever with proper nutrition yeah like why why is that not taught like why is that not a thing it's fucking crazy it is well um you know, God gave us all these wonderful things, right? And I love that we're on a, a single ingredient, wholesome diet that is very simple. God's food. God's food. And even my raspberries are God's candy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Shit that it. he put here. For us. For us. For us. Like, animals aren't dumb. Animals, you, like, thank God they can't just go to a fucking fast food place like that's the thing too is animals literally live to they survive yes they know exactly what to do what to eat to survive what skills they need to survive humans we fuck it all up and it's really important to go back to what is helping me survive what is survival it's not mcdonald's it's not alcohol it's not porn it's not drugs that those things are literally like killing, killing you. Yeah. And you have to open your eyes to that and then take control of your life back. Yeah. And it's just, you can do it right now, today, right now, right now, right now. It doesn't have to be baby steps. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be like, well, oh, I need to, I need to wean off the cheeseburger, the gluten. <laughs> I need to like slowly, yes. if you fucking know it's killing you, why would you slowly remove it? It's not hard. It's not. Rip the bandaid. It's all up here. And, and the sad part is, is a lot of us have to come to a place where we are hurting so bad. Unfortunately to actually take action. And the reason why I am so loud is because I don't want you to wait till you're there at that place, till you're diagnosed with a disease that you have to manage every day. Cause once your health goes, you guys, and I have Hashimoto's autoimmune, like that's it. Every day is making sure that I don't flare that bitch up. Right. Making sure that I keep my numbers down, that I keep my gut, you know, intact and, who knows? Uh, obviously, I'm grateful for the journey. I believe that God is using me as as a an example and a story of like, and a hey, bullhorn. and a bullhorn, a fucking bullhorn. Yeah, like you guys have to know too. There's a there's a everybody speaks and expresses themselves differently for a fucking reason, and that's because God is going to Casey and saying, Casey, this is who you are. And in your light, express yourself this way. And he's going, Claude, this is your light. Express yourself that way. Yeah. And you don't have to like it. That's fine. But then just move on and go be with someone you do like. You know? Yeah, you could take the easier, softer way. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we're Scorpios, so well, we yeah. need that. We are in your face, kind of. In your face. <laughs> I, I need truth. I need tough love. I can't have no... Where are my strong women out there? You guys know what you do to a little nice, soft, mm -hmm. like graceful coach. You eat them for breakfast. And you walk all over them and then you don't do anything. And then what do you have? No results. You have nothing. Nothing. Yesterday, one of my girls stood up in front of all my friends and told everybody, she's kind of a bitch. 
She's kind of a she's kind of a bitch. I was I laughing. Like, I like it. Um, well, yes, because when you're sick, you still do it. When you you get up and you go anyway. You go anyway. You go anyway. You're tired. Matter. Your you're, son is wakes you up at five a.m. You he, go anyway. You go anyway. Yeah. And that's on the other side of making those decisions and doing doing that hard work is that happiness that people are looking for. Mm -hmm. It's not in the, I'm going to sit here on the couch and not do anything. Oh, no. In the comfortable shit. Mm -mm. Like, go throw yourself in a cold plunge today. Tell me Ooh. how you feel when you're done. Yes. <laughs> feel pretty powerful, right? Yeah. That is not for sissies, I'll tell you that. That is not for, no. Mm -mm. No. That's what but we it, do here. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Casey. Mm. I want to start a little something for the glow getters. So if you'll be like the first one to do it with <laughs> me. me. Okay. So you know how I'm always like, it's like glow up with Claude, like glow yeah. up. So whenever we see each other, I want to be, I want to go like this. Yeah. Glow up. Or we could do like both hands, but ooh, what if we go glow up? Mm. Like around glow up. Glow up. Yeah. And so, like, when we have a massive event one day, everybody's going to be like. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. That's are the universal. Do, are we doing our thing pretty soon? Are we going to go running? I'm We're, running with you. I'm oh, running. For uh, the Vegas. Yes. 53 years old. I'm going to do a 10K. Yo. Come on. Yeah. And I'm doing a Spartan the next month. What? A Spartan? <laughs> what is that? It's an obstacle course. It is like the big daddy of all obstacle courses. Guys, you can either be 53, overweight, unable to get up from the couch comfortably, can't play with your grandchildren, can barely breathe, sleeping horribly, on 14 different medications, or, or, or you can be like Casey and you can be running fucking 10Ks yes. and doing Spartans, running your own business and driving massive 18 wheelers yes like it's awesome it's on you it's on you guys please like it's a good life and we have one shot one shot one shot and if one shot i thank god every day that i can get up and work out because i have so many friends that are incapable of doing it and they're like it's hard uh, it's hard uh, yeah it is it's only hard for a little while. You know what I mean? It's only hard for a little while until you get yourself under control. It's only hard for a little while. It's only hard to start. Mm. It's hard to start something new. But I've just become a pro at starting new things. Me too. And loving every minute of loving it. Loving every minute of it. It's like no one's ever going to regret T being able to tell these stories of like, you know what I did at like 40, I took control of my health. I started a whole new business. And then at 41, I started a different business. Like, and then I like went all in on myself and spent hundred K on a coach. No one is going to regret being able to like say that. Yeah. What a fucking, like make your life mean something and don't let it just go by and just be a fucking Lump on the couch, guys. You're not lazy. You're not meant to be this way. You're meant for. And, and you guys, if you believe in God and you're Christian. Honor your fucking temple. Well, and. You're worthy. Like you're you're worthy. So many times that we don't feel like we're worthy of love, of loving ourselves, of, mm. of being because um, we've all had trauma at an early age or, you know, later on or whatever's happened to you in your life. We were just talking about that. We've all gone through trauma. Everybody's gone through trauma. Yeah. And and most of us, I know for myself, I felt like I wasn't worthy of love. I wasn't worthy of loving myself. And I had too much stuff going on to even begin to take that step towards the journey of loving myself. Wow. Because I wasn't worthy of it. I was too busy or I didn't, I didn't deserve to love myself. You know, Deanna said something very similar. Mm. And it's not something that I've ever 
considered actually, which is interesting of like people not feeling like they're even worthy to take care of themselves. Yeah, that's true. But you are in your, like, if you believe in God and you are God's child, then you are worthy of everything. Yeah. You're, you're made in his light and his likeness. Like, how could you not be? worthy you of you of course are worthy and are capable me and casey are not like superhuman no we're regular old folks yep we just made hard decisions yeah. scary decisions and we showed up when we didn't want to and we still do yeah the, the journey is never over that's also something i'm learning it's not ever and i love that it's exciting right it is it's like what's next yeah oh i failed oh oh i i i didn't i went down i dipped down what am i gonna figure out to get better from here it's exciting it is well and here's another little thing so because i started getting whatever at 13 years old i didn't graduate i didn't graduate high school at all wow so in December, I signed up with Rachel, and that's right. Ah, I'm going back to school and getting certified. I'm going to be certified as a functional nutritionalist. Nutritionist at the age of 53. 53. Yeah, like yeah. Who cares what age you are? And you guys, you just have to start. Even if you're like 300 pounds overweight, you have to start. It's never too late. I don't care it's what not. disease you have. I don't, nothing, anything is possible from this moment on. And you should, you should love yourself enough to at least give yourself a shot to try. You know, I mean, if you stop trying, then what are you even doing? Like, what are you even doing with your life? If you What's the point? Yeah. What is, and then, I, but I do think that a lot of people are missing sort of like a purpose mm -hmm. and it's important to find that whether it is for your kids or, I don't care if your purpose is that you want to look a certain way. That was my purpose for a while was I wanted my you body back. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It, it can evolve. Don't let anybody make you feel ashamed about that. If you want to look a certain way, that's your right. Um, but having a purpose and if you can't do it for you and you have kids, do it for them, please do it for them or your grandkids. Yeah. Like my son loves my mom and dad so much and we went ice skating the other day my dad is 68 years old <laughs> and my son is four years old about 40 pounds and my dad picks him up on the ice rink and is floating skating across nice. now imagine my son being like buddy that's my dad's name like skate with me and he can't right imagine my son coming up to me and be like mama carry me down the stairs and i can't like see how it's selfish not to take care of you. Your kids aren't going to give a fuck about, I, you know, somebody said to me, like, do you remember any Christmas presents you got growing up? Uh, one or two, but not anything serious. I no. don't even think I remember one. I was like, that's so true. Cause parents are like, well, I got to spend money on presents when really you should be spending money on your health. Cause what I remember is my dad being able to like split an apple in half with his bare hands oh, cool. and put like me, my brother and my mom on his shoulders and being like, that's my fucking dad. Strong, yeah. strong, Hero. able. Yeah. Like when he tore that apple in half with his hands, cause mm. he didn't have a knife down in his garage <laughs> in front of my friend. I was like, yo, my dad is the fucking shit. <laughs> what did he just do? Yeah. And he would beat people at arm wrestling all the time, like family members. And I just remember being so proud of him and you know my mom is very athletic too and she's always been capable of she hangs man like if me and noah want to go do something my mom's like let's go like she is down to go hiking on a motorcycle ride she rides roller coasters i love that and i rem that's what i remember your kids remember that shit mm -hmm. you know like think about your grandson who's gonna be like watching you run a fucking 10k uh, yeah and we run around Disneyland and we run around anywhere. Grandma is the grandma that goes. We go. That leaves that leaves a mark. Yes. A good one. Yes. A massive impact. And that's what we're here. What else what else if, is life for if you're not leaving a positive impact on people around you? That's what we're all here to do. Yeah. 
So get to it, people. Casey, you are an amazing human being. No, no. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to tell the world about you? Oh, what's your Instagram? Casey Frost. Kick it with Casey. Kick it with Casey. Kick it with Casey. Follow okay, her. Yeah. Show her a lot of love on <laughs> Kick It With Casey. Yeah. Um, if you guys like this episode, well, I didn't let you finish. If you had something, some last words for. Some last words. Um, I don't really, I don't know. I, you know, I, if I could say anything, I'd just say go. Just, just go. Just don't be afraid of what other people think or what other people mm. have to say. Just get in the, get in the freaking truck and go, man. Just do it. Because we have one life, and it's very short. We have one life, glow getters, one life. Glow up. Glow up. Glow up. Well, you're amazing, Casey. Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys liked our episode and you want to see more of these, leave us a comment. Share this episode with your friends. Hit the subscribe button. Turn on your notifications on YouTube. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Share this episode on your social media with your friends, and we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys.